This week on the Black Man with the Gun Show podcast, how to ruin a range day for a newbie. On our news, Silence Code gets an award. And did you know that gun companies in New York State are leaving as fast as they can? The elections are over, or are they? You've survived another week. Thank you for sharing, supporting, and staying a faithful friend. This is the Black Man with a Gun Show podcast, The Peacemaker. Since 2007, with over 200 plus game changers and guests, American history, gun culture, and a conscientious look at our community. I'm back, baby! Brothers and sisters, family and friends, welcome back to your favorite righteous podcast, The Black Man with the Gun Show. I'm Reverend Ken Blanchard, and I am so glad that the election is over, and now we're waiting for the results, and I can stop watching folks post what they think. There's been a number of postings during this election cycle that has made me question some people. I don't think folks have realized what they've posted. Sometimes they've been outright ignorant. There'll be quite a few relationships that have been damaged by these postings. And I'm just going to leave it there. The smarter among us will seek to mend the fences and to uh, help heal the hurt. And the rest will continue on their way. I'm still shaking my head at some people. I thought you were wiser than that. Truth is, everybody can't be right. Knowing that not everything you see on Facebook and social media is true, it does reveal how we see ourselves and our profiles and what we post also gives us insight on how others perceive us. Knowing this little tidbit, I'm hoping that you a little bit more wiser in your future postings. They have tried to divide us, but you're held strong. We have neighbors and family that don't know how cool you are, but I do. Help me and support this podcast. Help me be the goodwill ambassador for our side. Nobody likes to start over. Together, we can do this thing. Go to patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. Did you get it? Patreon.com forward slash black man with a gun. One of the best lessons I learned was the hard way. I learned how to be a good dad by the example that my stepfather did not give me. I grew up for a long time not liking sports. Now, how in the world can that happen to a guy? Well, let me tell you how it happened. You get a baseball mitt or a softball mitt, and the person who's teaching you tells you to put it on the wrong hand, and then they hurl the ball at you at about 70 or 80 miles per hour, and if you're lucky enough to catch the thing, with the wrong glove, it smokes. It puts some fire in your mitt. It's painful. And then later, when you try football, because it's football season, that same person drills it into your chest. You will manage to catch it, but it's painful because they're going to make a man out of you. Now, you know that's like the wrong way to teach any child or anybody new Something, but we do that 
Some people do that in the firearms world. And what did that do to me? That made me not want to watch football or baseball or softball or not play in it. Did not know that I was actually left-handed and was being groomed for the first part of my life as a right-hander. So I threw with my weekend. I threw and sucked at every sport that I was taught. If somebody was a real trainer and knew how to show me, I'd been better off. So when I left home as at an early age, ran away basically, and joined the Marines, everything that I learned without somebody telling me, I did it as a softball and did fine. So the good thing is, having been right-handed for 17 years and everything after that, as a left-hander, I became what you called ambidextrous. But my tale of woe is not to be pitied. It did make a man out of me, a good husband, a good father, because I learned what not to do. And a really good trainer, I think, somebody that's compassionate and wants the best for their student, for their child, for their friend. Don't be like that guy. Very often, semi-experienced shooters will be placed in positions of being amateur coaches to those who are completely new to shooting. Now, this is fun and awesome, you know, all that good stuff. You might even call it a privilege to raise a new generation of people who may be, become diehard enthusiasts and tireless supporters of the Second Amendment. Unfortunately, thanks to some combination of ineptitude, hard-headedness, and common wisdom, the efforts of the amateur coach too often result in generating more people who hate guns. You could become like my stepdad was to me with football and baseball. So with that in mind, let me tell you that there's some things that I see people doing that will invariably lead to a miserable time for everybody and how you can ruin a range trip. Number one thing people do that mess up somebody else is show off. Why? Why do they do that? They probably know you can shoot, dude. That's why they ask you to take them. But rather than cater to the needs of the newcomer, these phony coaches make the trip about them. You almost always see 12-gauge shotguns and 44 magnums come out of these excursions, accompanied by phrases like, now this is a real man's gun, or see if you can handle this kind of power. Not only are the guns too much, uh, that's the point. Sometimes the too much gun thing goes hand in hand with a range session being hijacked by amateur coach as a means of spreading some variety of strange and overly aggressive range slash survival philosophy. You know, the dudes with the black camo, the black boonie caps. They bought everything out of the cheaper by dirt catalog or the super hype dudes that are just so, I don't know, so woke just scares me. This is the gun that you should be training with. Since this is the gun that you use, the bad guys come to the door, blah, blah, blah. The Glock 23 with a plus P plus ammo is a superb self-defense tube for those who can run it well. Well, most shooters can't. Nobody doubts the efficiency of the 357 Magnum as a fight stopper. I doubt the newcomer's ability to accurately play shots with it, though. The same goes with 45s. But also note that the most people interested in trying out shooting are not looking to practice double taps or prepare for some apocalyptic breakdown of society. I know there's a lot of clowns talking about the Second Civil War right now, which irks me to no end. 
Try to save the them or you rhetoric. Most people who want you to take them shooting are interested in serving what could potentially become a fun hobby. They are looking at it for self-defense, but they are trying and they're calling on you because they trust you. You can make a for bad range session by instantly assuming that every novice, every new person that comes to develop a skill set wants to be exactly like you. Everybody has their own reasons for it. You can also lay the foundation for a crappy range trip through just simple ignorance. Many shooters in 2020 still think that a smaller the gun, the better it will be for a newbie. And some of this falls on the crappy marketing and the product and the product positioning that's out here. Who for years labored to convince people that tiny, pink-gripped, snub-nosed revolvers were an ideal choice for the women who shoot little to next to never. The mindset persists at almost every range. There is no end to the number of well-meaning dads, boyfriends, and husbands who put subcompact polymer cop guns into the hands of young women who have never shot a gun before. To be honest, I almost did this with my son, who I love immensely. Who his first gun he bought a twenty two and I was looking at him like he had three heads. But he wanted to have fun when he shot. And then his next gun happened to be a three eighty, which I'm still shaking my head because now he can't buy ammo, but that's a whole other story. Remember that firearms start with the F, and so does fun, and that's what you want to make happen here. You don't want to have them shaken from fear because of the uncomfortable recoil. A range trip will be crappy for new shooters who are set up for failure and flinch every round away from the target. The opposite of beginner's luck is taking stock of your first time out and saying, boy, I really suck. Those who struggle will quickly come to the conclusion that they're not good at shooting and likely won't be motivated to keep going. Frustration can be amplified when a coach provides absolutely no suggestions on how to, you know, actually shoot better. But while a missed target and deflated spirits are bad enough, you don't want to add pain to that. Remember that guy who was hurling the football at me so that it like hit my chest with a thud or threw a fastball so that if I didn't catch it, I'd probably hurt myself and then still hurt myself through the glove. Maybe not want to do sports. Later found out that I wasn't that bad, just a late bloomer, had to get away from the folks I was with, that's all. We don't have that option sometimes with shooters. You can Make or break somebody's day. New shooters will not think it's hilarious when they're hurt due to a bad, proper, or improper technique. Getting popped in the face by a scope only has to happen once. The bite from uh, not having a good grip? Yeah, not a badge of honor. Now, I'm not saying that everybody likes smaller calibers. There are a few folks, I know a couple of ladies, who prefer 40s and 45s. They can manage the recoil. They came, their mindset was different. But that's not everybody. There's a word for that. Sadism has no place as an instructor. And fellow, yeah, I'm going to say it. Fellas, if you feel that you are not capable of being the best thing for the person who's asking you, how about recommending somebody else? It won't be a blow to your ego, not for long. They'll actually appreciate your integrity. You know that. Trustworthiness, integrity, it's a good thing. So your baby sister calls you and says, hey, with all going on, can you take me to the range? 
What if you're not the best instructor? I bet you'll appreciate it if you say, I'm not teaching right now, but I know somebody who's on the money. I trust them and kind of hooking them up. Do that. And then maybe even going with her and sitting in the class. Learn on what a good instructor does. That's how you get better. And let's not forget that a bad coach might even lay the groundwork for a fatal mistake. There are quite a few social media mistakes out there. Folks who uh, love taking photos all over the gram. Every range trip should begin with the discussion of the four safety rules, along with dry instruction of proper grip, stance, side alignment, trigger discipline, and verifying whether a gun is loaded or unloaded. And without this foundation, I don't care what level you're at, a newcomer might muzzle sweep another shooter and negligently discharge a firearm, thereby ruining countless lives, not just the range trip. Remember that if somebody asks you to take them shooting or expresses an interest in trying out a new activity, it's not about you. Your job is not to prepare them to protect the president from a gang of ninjas. Your job is not to bark platitudes on them and assess their readiness to water the tree of liberty with the blood of tyrants. Your job is to create an encouraging, illuminating, fun, fun, fun first trip. Here is your chance to make a a new lifelong supporter of the Second Amendment who shows up at the polls to defend our rights. Somebody who might actually save yours in a battle. Consider what we have all to gain if this goes well for your son. Daughter, friend, coworker, girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband. Please, please don't make a mess of it. I think James Brown had one more please in there, too. Direct from our newsroom in Washington, in color. West Valley City, Utah, for the second consecutive year, Silencer Co., the world's largest firearm silencer manufacturer, has been awarded the Suppressor of the Year Award from Guns and Ammo Magazine. This year, the award is in recognition of the Omega 36M. Suppressor standards are continually being pushed and raised, creating a whole new class of expectations for the industry, said Eric Poole, Guns and Ammo editor. Modular suppressors are leading the market, and versatility while maintaining durability is the new normal which is why Silencer Co.'s Omega 36M is this year's winner of the Guns and Ammo Suppressor of the Year Award. The Omega 36M is a modular, full-auto-rated two-piece suppressor with a fully welded core in both front and rear pieces and is made to suppress everything from 9mm to a 338 Lapua Magnum. The Omega 36M suppresses 9mm rounds 147 grain to an amazing 123.3 decibels at muzzle. Even more impressive is the reduction of the 338 Lapua mag at 285 grains to 134.2 decibels at ear. Silencer Co. also offers a full line of accessories that make for easy transfer from different hosts. The Omega 36M is compatible with Charlie accessories included uh, the direct thread mounts, the ASR muzzle devices, 
and a 9mm three lug mount. It is rated down to 10 inch barrels for the 223, uh, 5.56, 16 inch barrels for the 308 Winchester at 7.62, and the 18 inch barrels for the 300 Win Mag and the 338 Lapua Mag, of course. For more information, check out silencerco.com. In other news, Kimber Manufacturing is moving to Alabama from New York, and it's a trend, actually. Gun manufacturer Kimber Manufacturing was closing down most of all of their product in Yonkers, New York. Some of it is politics, but not all of it. Remington moved, also a company called Checkmate Industries that was based in West Babylon, New York. They make handgun and rifle magazines, among other firearms with equipment. They moved also, I believe, and the reason for it is has something more to do with the in-house heat treating department that these things use. Their firearms manufacturing company uses this high-end heat treating that includes uh, carburizing and both gas and plasma nitriding that I guess you can't do in New York State. Now, my wife told me that they were also filed for bankruptcy, though I didn't see that in my original um, notes. About a year ago, this Yonkers-based Kimber Manufacturing, best known for its 1911-style pistols and classic sporting rifles, announced an expansion in Troy, Alabama, where it doubled production capacity. Remington Arms Company made the decision in 2014 to move production to its from its historic Ilion, New York facility to a new factory in Huntsville, Alabama, too. A move south is not necessarily the only move before a more gun-friendly direction, even though uh, quite a few folks have left. Citing the Safe Act passage, Car Arms moved its headquarters, for example, from New York to Pike County, Pennsylvania and subsequently opened an adjacent factory. The SAFE Act in New York, Como led the effort to outlaw standard capacity magazines in hurry-up lawmaking in Albany in early 2013 to pass his so-called SAFE Act. It was mandated that magazines could henceforth hold only seven rounds. Since magazines manufactured in that capacity are rare, to say the least, it was then decided that residents could own magazines capable of holding a maximum of 10 but they could no longer load them to full capacity. Larger capacity magazines were outlawed. Owning one of these magazines could earn you jail time. Although Niagara, uh, Chautauqua, and Erie County prosecutors now say they will not enforce that portion of the state statute. The SAFE Act also broadened the state's definition of, quote, assault rifle to include firearms with any military-style feature, including telescoping stocks and flash suppressors. It also requires every single modern sporting rifle to be registered with the state, be sold or moved out of state. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's some stuff from New York. So we got Kimber, Remington, and Checkmate. Carr also moved, yeah. And when you want to find out some really good news really fast, check out Amoland.com. I'm looking up, uh, this was earlier in the year, said due to the New York State decision to shutter non-essential businesses as part of the COVID-19 response plan, Kimber Manufacturing Inc. has stopped production at its New York facilities. So following that declaration of New York, they closed. And now, because I was curious, I went to KimberAmerica.com, and it says here, 
Kimber Manufacturer is pleased to name Troy, Alabama as its official corporate headquarters and to announce it is hiring aggressively in all departments. After a carefully planning shift of leadership, R&D, and manufacturing resources, Kimber has made substantial progress in the transition to its new state-of-the-art headquarters in Troy, Alabama. The final step in completing this new facility is adding staff across all departments. Kimber's new headquarters is situated on 80-plus acres with more than 225,000 square feet of space and is now home to industry-leading design engineering, product management, and manufacturing capabilities. After an exhaustive search, Troy was chosen for a multitude of reasons, including its proximity to top-tier engineering schools as well as gun and business-friendly support from the city of Troy and the great state of Alabama. Kimber's Alabama expansion is well ahead of schedule, having filled hundreds of its planned Troy-based positions. Kimber is seeking qualified applicants across multiple positions and business areas, including CNC technicians, machinists, quality control specialists, lean technicians, design engineers, compliance analysts, custom service representatives, material planners, maintenance technicians, finishing operators, and assembly technicians. So there you go. If you're looking for a job in the industry, check out KimberAmerica.com forward slash careers. Since 2014, I have been a member of the Crossbreed Holster family. If you carry concealed, get a holster that supports not only your firearm, but your freedom, the faith, and this brother with a triad-free lifetime guarantee. CrossbreedHolsters.com CrossbreedHolsters.com And for those that follow me and have known me for a while, you know that I used to work for the U.S. government and I worked in several branches of intelligence. Just for your information only, I want you to know that foreign governments and foreign interests create posts on social media to fan the flames to social destabilization. They promote fear and mistrust of authority. They create things that make you act, um, react about racism or anything. They think that you'll share it because if you share it, then the folks who know you think of it as being valuable, trusted service. But what you're doing is you're becoming an agent of a foreign government. Be careful that you're not being used. I know they hit you with some stuff that you think looks valid and it tweaks your nerve and it moves you, but it's social engineering. It's done on purpose to make you against your neighbor, to make you say stuff that will turn folks away. Mistrust of the government to change how we think. Don't think that's not happening. There are a lot of actors at play and because Facebook is mostly for the over 30 crowd now. That's where it's at. Just be careful. That's all I'm saying. I'm a little tired. I don't know about you. But I thank you for listening, for downloading, for subscribing, for keeping me afloat. Thank you for being there and wanting me to be there. I expect to um, create some crazy videos um, coming up soon. I'm into um, suppressed things right now. That's my new thing. I'm definitely back, but I'm back on a different level. Be blogging for Silencer Code, be blogging for myself, and you'll see some cool stuff 
in the future. I'm hoping uh, right around the end of December, the beginning of New Year, 2021, all things suppressed. I want to give a shout out and let you know that I also have two other podcasts. One is called The Ken Blanchard Show. You can find it at kenspodcast.com and speaklifechurch.net. There's a podcast there, speaklifepodcast.com. So kenspodcast.com and speaklifepodcast.com. Check those out as well. I know these times have been tough for us, but they're not the end of us. We are stronger when we're together. All right, that's it, my friends. And thank you for listening, downloading, and supporting the Black Man with the Gun Show podcast. Feel free to share this show. And if you like what you heard, please support this bro. Now, just in case nobody has told you this today, I love you. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time, shalom, baby. If I can hear somebody as I touch with Ken and his cause, head over to blackmanwithagun.com.